Hello, this is Michaela Folks with the Unbound Podcast, where we talk fat loss and fitness while having a sense of clarity, joy, and freedom for the body and the being inside it. You can find out more about me or more on these matters at MichaelaFolks.com, as well as on social media by the same name. Hello, my darlings. It's Michaela. Um, so I would love to share a few mindset tips for weight loss. Um, when people are going about uh, in their efforts to lose weight, it can just be something that feels laborious um, and also kind of like get us a bit twisted. Um, we can feel urgent. We can feel highly emotional about this. Um we can lose perspective really easily. And so basically the mental game of weight loss is often far harder, far harder than simply following instructions and waiting. Um, so just wanted to share some places to put your attention and effort to create a more favorable outcome as well as calmer countenance um, while change is happening. All right, so there's seven of these. Number one, and this is number one, is focus on behaviors. So basically, this is what we do in Fat Burning Pro. Um, there are five things that create weight loss, diet, exercise, sleep, stress, and detoxification. And there's five ways to assess whether change is happening or not. And we evaluate sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and cravings. And so basically, if we have a belief that these steps produce change and all we need to do is do them, then it's easier to have your energy taken up with activities that actually produce change versus be in wonder or anxiety or doubt that they won't. And so occasionally I'll check in with my fat burners to see if clothes are fitting differently or if the number on the scale has changed at all. But in reality, um, we call it our schmeck. That's like checking in on behaviors, but evaluating that sleep, hunger, mood, energy, and cravings is really helping to showcase that change is happening before a more dramatic result is visible. Um, and so when people want to, you know, jump on the scale every day, which I really uh, push people away from, data points like that don't create change. Um, it can be an indication of it, but basically it doesn't help us get where we want to go. It's just helping to assess it. Um, and I will just say, like, I'm not a fan of the scale, um, but I am an increasing fan of photos. And I actually think that we can see a lot change um, or we can see more dramatic change faster in a picture. So if you really want to notice how things are visibly changing, um, I would totally take a photo and then compare it to the next time you do that. Um, and so basically at the very least, take one when you start. Okay. But back to behaviors, if you focus on them also, you have the opportunity to feel successful every day, not just when we've hit that 20 pound mark or 10 pound mark or five pound mark or 50 pound mark or dress size or whatever the heck it is, um, which I think is really necessary if we're doing something for a slightly longer stint. Um, so if you really wanna make change happen, focus on your behaviors and diet is always number one. Diet, 
exercise, sleep, stress, detoxification. Okay, number two, this takes time. So this is something I know when I started on my fat burning journey, I just expected things to happen kind of overnight, like dramatic change overnight immediately. And that is not how weight loss works. That is how muscle breakdown can work. That's how water weight loss can work. That's not how fat loss works. Um, And the truth is, as we stated that this is a mental game, when we're aiming to lose weight, it can really distort time. Um, Trying hard can distort time. And once again, like having that feeling still doesn't make things happen faster. Um, And so I always think about like giving something three months, honestly, giving something at least a month. Our program is like just over a month. Um, But giving like any sort of change three months is pretty reasonable. Um, And so just to have an awareness that there's always going to be a lag time between our behaviors and their impact, um, that can just kind of help us, you know, chill out a little bit, step away from the ledge um, and gain a bit of perspective about how change, uh, the fact that change takes time and that um, it's going to take time for us to really get to where we ultimately want to be. So at any rate, uh, yep, just having that perspective and um, again, focusing on behaviors just can help us to put our energies um, into a place that is actually productive and helps us feel like we can actually um, impact uh, the change that we wish to create versus just wait for it to happen, which again, can feel endless and frustrating. Number three is scale weight fluctuations. And again, I am super clear with my fat burners. I I discourage them from using the scale is actually the truth. Some people like to weigh themselves every day, which I personally find to be crazy because every day your weight will fluctuate. It will go down and it will come up and it will go down (laughs) and it will come up. Um, The biggest thing that we just want to see is that it is trending down. Um, because there's a million things that can impact your weight one day to the next. Um, so as long as it's going down overall, that's what we want to, that's what we want to see. Um, and what, again, what I tell the people that I work with is that if you really want to weigh yourself, my suggestion is to do it once a week and to do it under the same circumstances. So same time of day, Um, you know, maybe you've gone to the bathroom, maybe you haven't had any water yet, you do it naked, you do it with, you know, whatever amount of clothing that you have on, but you make it the same. Okay. And then a week in between um, assessing uh, your weight can give you a more accurate, again, uh, data point for trending down versus dealing with all these little daily ups and downs. Number four is goal clothes. And I will just say this, so many people, um, when they want to lose weight, some people have done it for events, um, you know, being a bridesmaid and having to have her dress altered um, or not having it altered before the big day, um, you know, or getting back into your skinny jeans or getting back into your favorite clothes or into like a whole wardrobe of clothing that is beautiful and that you love that you haven't been able to wear for a while. Um, all so, uh, so worthy 
of reaching for. Yes. But please don't aim to get into this shit immediately once again, because that can just feel discouraging. Um, so if we're like, you know, watching or waiting for the pot of water to boil and we keep opening the lid and we keep, you know, um, expecting it to happen before it has, it just, it winds us up, um, which will lead us to the next point and it's just not useful. Okay. So my encouragement is to wear clothes that are comfortable, wear things that make you feel like your body is right, like it fits. Um, these things look good on you. Um, you feel confident in them. Uh, do that. Okay. And so basically, you know, and even if it's stretchy clothes and that might be harder to assess change with, it doesn't matter. Like if they feel better on you and they make you feel better about yourself, it's a better choice. Okay. Um, so stay away from the gold clothes for a while. Keep wearing things that make you feel good about yourself and good about your body. Um, number five is sleep and stress. Um, and basically the more sleep, the better and the earlier to bed, the better. Um, we've talked about this before, basically human growth hormone that helps with weight loss gets released when we sleep. And the earlier we get to bed, um, and the longer we sleep, the more we get of it. So if you want to be a total sleep superstar, you would get to bed by nine, um, 10 latest, because that's when the larger spikes of human growth hormone are earlier in the night. Um, and then you would also make sure to get at least seven plus hours of undisrupted sleep. I will be creating a little mini course about this um, because I feel pretty passionate about it. And there are a few key elements that are really helpful to put into your nightly routine um, that just create sounder, deeper sleep, which is when human growth hormone can get released. Basically, it happens in in REM sleep and you need at least an hour, excuse me, to get into that from when you fall asleep. And then basically the more cycles of REM sleep you experience, which means the longer you are having undisrupted sleep, the more pulses, um, surges of human growth hormone you will experience. And then additionally, I'll just say human growth hormone has a big relationship with testosterone, um, which is responsible for helping us to maintain healthy muscle mass, um, you know, to have a healthier sex drive, to feel confident, to feel less anxious, to feel happier is honestly the truth. Testosterone is a great hormone um, in at a healthy level and human growth hormone is something that really supports it. Alrighty. Um, and then just lastly, seven plus hours of sleep will make sure that certain hormones are recalibrated that support the thyroid gland and our thyroid is responsible for our metabolism. So if you ever worry about needing to eat frequently for your metabolism, you don't, you need to get a good amount of sleep, seven plus hours. All right. And again, ideally starting at nine, 10 works um, for sure. Later is less ideal. Um, and then with stress, basically, uh, this is something I kind of got really clear on early on, which is that um, 
stress raises cortisol and adrenaline and these are things that perpetuate a sugar burning mode they'll make you hungrier they will have craving spike in your body and that is totally counterproductive so if you're ever feeling frustrated or anxious or doubtful about your process um back out of that place meaning that essentially what i do when i'm in doubt is i do more research i look for evidence that what i'm doing works that um you know that other people have benefited from this um process as well in the very beginning with fat burning I, you know, I didn't have someone leading me. And so it was like, is this okay for women? Is this going to mess up with, you know, my hormones? Is this messing my metabolism up? Um, Is this safe? And I just kept finding yeses. um, And that helped me to have faith again, because at times it's easy to get wobbly. Um, And then also I'll just say, you know, um, checking in about like, does this work? And then does this work for me? Actually, that's number seven. Sorry, as I jump there, we'll go there in just a second. Um, But anyway, chilling out helps. Okay, nothing is worth stress ever. And your weight loss is never worth stressing out about. If you need help, um, if you're unsure, if you feel doubtful, do more research and or speak to people in the community that are also doing what you're doing, speak to the person that's leading you, um, find out more, get backing. Okay. Um, number six, less is more. And this is actually, I think a really helpful, um, reminder, which is if you deviate from your plan, um, that's fine. It's not a big deal often when people do, they kind of, you know, declare that they're off the wagon and they throw up their hands in the air and they like go for broke, which is just crazy. Um, so then they, you know, stay away from the reservation for longer than they needed to maybe doing a bit of like backsliding or hormonal, uh, you know, creating some negative hormonal repercussions in our, for our efforts as a fat burner. Um, But it's just so silly and it's so unnecessary. So the whole thing is that less is more. So if you've, you know, left, uh, left the building for a bit, don't worry about it. Um, The less time you're away, the less uh, consumption you have of things that are pretty counterproductive for your efforts, the better. So um, that's it please like, let's not be nutty about this. Um, logic is our friend. And, um, the other thing that it, that can do is it can just give you an opportunity to be more conscious when you're having bread, dessert, cocktails. Um, and it's a non-carb feast night if you're a fat burner, or it's just, you know, a time where you weren't intentionally wishing to be eating a large amount of foods like that. Um, It can just enable you to be more deliberate um, if you are having it versus unconscious. And that's when we, you know, claim victimhood um, or that we're powerless. Maybe that's a better word actually to say, Um, you know, in for a penny and in for a pound. And that's just not the deal. That's not helpful. Okay. Uh, And number seven, final 
tip is that it has to work for you. Um, one thing I aim to, I'm pretty dedicated to, honestly, like we have rules in fat burning for sure. And I am kind of insistent. I am insistent about upholding them. And then there's you, and then there's your preferences. And then there's your, um, schedule and your lifestyle and your preferences. Um, you know, your, the demands of your day. Um, so it has to work for you, whatever the hell you're doing, whatever the heck you want to, uh, utilize to get you from A to B, it has to work for you. And I think that often, especially again, in this, in this realm, fitness and certainly weight loss, people are very happy to sign up for unreasonable things. Um, you know, I, I will never eat this. I will only do that. And it's like, come on, come on. Like, you love this, like you're going to swear off of it forever. That's just unreasonable. So whatever approach you're taking, it has to work for you. And it also has to have a multitude of benefits beyond the fact that it'll just get you into that gorgeous gown for the event or back into your favorite blazer. Like it has to have a multitude of reasons why this rocks. And it's so great. Um, and so if we look for those things, like pleasure will help kind of keep up, uh, that amount of pleasure will help us keep focused on those supportive behaviors and habits. Um, so then they won't feel like a source of deprivation or like a sacrifice. Okay. So this has to have inherent benefit. Um, like for me, you know, fat burning, it's like, it's so easy. Like it saves time. It saves money. It enables me to eat like whatever the heck I want. Like frequently, I never stress out about holidays or going out or whatever, um, because it's so flexible and forgiving, um, and useful. All right. So that's it. So mindset tips for weight loss, one, focus on behaviors. Two, recognize that this takes time. Three, scale weight fluctuations will happen daily. Please don't get on that damn thing all the time. Four, goal clothes, keep them in the future. Do not keep assessing whether they fit or not Like um, as soon as you start. Five, sleep and stress. The more sleep, the better. The less stress, the better. Six, less is more. If you deviate, less of it is better. There is like, there's no end point here. Um, if you haven't gotten what you want yet and you like the approach that you're taking, keep going. Um, get back on the wagon or never really get off the wagon. Um, deviations happen. It's not a big deal. And number seven is it's got to work for you. Um, there has to be inherent benefit in this approach. It has to fit your lifestyle. It has to suit you. All right. So that's it. I hope that was incredible. Um, should you wish for more information in this realm, please go to unboundfitfound.com. Please follow me on social media, Michaela folks on Facebook, on Instagram, Instagram, on TikTok, um, on Twitter, should you wish on YouTube, um, and or be in touch for any reason. All right. That's it. Love to all. Thank you for being here. And, um, until next time.